Hi, friends and listeners. Welcome to another episode of Real Life. I'm Lisa, and today we are going to be talking about awkward conversations and dealing with those awkward conversations. This podcast is not intended to replace therapy counseling or seeing a psychiatrist. All information is researched and opinions are my own. I am a mental health inpatient registered nurse and professional content developer. Awkward conversations. Those moments where there's that moment of silence because neither party knows what to say. Well, there is this method for dealing with awkward conversations, and it's called the TACT, T-A-C-T method uh, for dealing with awkward conversations. And I'll jump right into it. T means think before you speak. The first thing you'll want to do when confronted with an awkward conversation is to take a deep breath, and this will help you respond to an aggressive challenge, criticism, or candid comment by doing two things. Uh, First, it will help you relax as taking a deep breath helps send oxygen to your brain. And two, it will prevent you from responding with a knee-jerk reaction that will make things even worse. By being silent for a moment, it gives you more time to think about what was said and formulate a proper response. The A stands for actively listen. You'll want to make sure you heard what the other person said correctly. This may involve asking them to repeat what they said. It may also involve you paraphrasing what they said to confirm understanding. You may also want to ask them some clarifying questions so that you can better understand their motives, their state of mind, and implied feelings. This will arm you with additional information and time so that you will be able to formulate your response to achieve your desired outcome. Then the C. The C means consider the outcome. I suggest that you need to figure out what you want to happen following your response. In other words, what are the potential outcomes and which of those do you want? In other words, even more, (laughs) whatever it is, this tactful strategy of considering the outcome allows you to choose the best words and actions to achieve that result. T, tread lightly. It's time for you to speak up. Be assertive, but not overbearing, as that will elicit a, a negative reaction which is likely the last thing you want. Be assertive to get what you want from the other person, considering their needs. Simply listening to the other person is often enough to diffuse the discomfort that comes along with awkward conversations. Here are some examples of awkward conversations and how to address them. The first, 
someone at work wants to draw you into a political debate. Why it's an issue? Because you don't want to be talking about politics or religion uh, in public. Discussing politics at work, for instance, is a no-no. Politics and religion are very polarizing topics that can elicit strong opinions and emotions. This can lead to severe disagreements, which can cause relationships and career opportunities to suffer. So be very careful there. What's the preferred outcome? Stay away from political and religious arguments and change the subject. How then can you respond with tact? Just say, in the case of politics, I don't discuss politics at the office. Then simply change the subject. It's the way you say it. You have to be careful. I don't discuss politics at the office, but I have puppies at home. I'd like to show show you folks. So you can do that. A, a positive subject. Don't go into uh, complaining about the boss or your pay. Keep it upbeat. Then, uh, continuous request for contributions to charities. We all have run into that. Why it's an issue? There are so many organizations out there that need help, but you can't help them all. You cannot help them all. The preferred outcome, to have people stop asking you for contributions. How should you respond with tact? I recommend saying, while I would love to give to every great charity, I can't. So I have narrowed it down to a select few. Then, you ask someone about their recently deceased or divorced spouse. Why it's an issue? The last thing you want is to bring up something that has caused someone pain or ignites someone's venom toward their ex-spouse. The preferred outcome is to acknowledge the situation and switch topics immediately. So how can you respond with tact? Just by saying, I'm so sorry to hear about that. I had no idea. How are you doing otherwise? Another example is someone gives you unsolicited advice. Why it's an issue. While they may mean well, it can be annoying and obnoxious and potentially unrelenting. Uh, the preferred outcome is show that you appreciate their concern, but prevent any further advice from them. So how do you respond with tact? You might say, I appreciate that you're trying to help me, but I'll figure it out on my own. Another example, one of your friends only calls to complain or ask you for favors. 
why it's an issue? Well, it's annoying and draining. If you don't put a stop to it, then it will cause your relationship to suffer. The preferred outcome is you want to suppress their complaining and encourage them to take personal responsibility. How do you respond with tact then? Well, try. I'm not sure what to say other than you are going to need to figure it out for yourself. I bet there's something positive that's going on in your life that you can tell me about. How about that? So actually come out and ask them for some good news. I find myself doing that uh, quite a bit lately because there's so much happening in the world today, which is negative. So I'll say, oh, stop. If you're going to tell me something negative, you need to tell me something positive. So it can be related to their family, their children, themselves. It doesn't have to be big. It can be small. They really enjoyed their lunch, but some type of good news. So although awkward conversations may seem difficult, they can be really good opportunities to practice making small talk and handling conflict, especially if you have social anxiety disorder. You can learn to cope with awkward conversations by planning ahead, brushing up on your social skills, and knowing when to use a bit of humor. So understand the awkwardness. Manage the situation by understanding the cause of your unease. Perhaps there are lots of long silences, or maybe the other person has a strong opinion different than yours. Identify the reason for the awkwardness, and you will be one step closer to finding a solution. If the other person has just said something surprising, it's okay to reply with, I'm thinking about what you just said, to give yourself time to process the information. You want to keep that conversation flowing. There's a reason why long silences can make you feel uncomfortable. In fact, a 2010 study um, showed that fluent conversations lead to feeling and feelings of self-esteem, social validation, and belonging to a group. Do as much as you can to keep the conversation going, and both you and your conversation partner will feel more at ease. A good conversation is more about making music together than finding the perfect thing to say. Another thing is paraphrase and listen. And I mentioned this, but it's worth saying again. If you don't know what to say in a conversation, try simply reflecting back what you hear from the other person 
if a new friend, for instance, at school is upset about a poor grade on an assignment, say something like, it sounds like you are really upset about your grade on that project. Often people simply want to know that their feelings are acknowledged rather than be offered solutions to their problems. Doing so also relieves you of the pressure of trying to think of what to say next. Ask a question too. Perhaps you are in a conversation uh, that is awkward because you really don't know anything about the other person. In these situations, it's best to ask questions to try and find mutual interests that can turn into conversations. If you know that you will be in a situation where you will be talking to strangers, try to plan at least three open-ended, what I call go-to questions that start with how or what that you can use if you get into an awkward conversation. Don't struggle too hard with these though either. So at a, if you're at a loss for words, something simple like, so what's keeping you busy these days? Ask questions also to dig deeper into a topic that was discussed earlier in a conversation uh, to clarify misunderstandings and to show that you are listening to the other person. Just be careful not to ask too many questions in a row or you may come across as an interrogator. You can also offer a new topic. New discussion topics are perfect for lulls in conversation. Have a few of these ready to bring out the next time you sense nobody else has anything to say. Some examples of topics include popular television shows, stay away from politics and religious, uh, something that you all have in common, such as an upcoming test at school uh, and current events. Again, stay away from politics and religion. And be sure that the topic you introduce is something that will appeal to your conversation partners. You're not going to want to talk about Mustang Motors if it's a woman's book club and they're not reading about Mustangs. <laughs> so new topics are always perfect for small talk with strangers. Even mundane things such as the weather can be good places to start. You might even consider doing some detective work to find out who you will meet and prepare some questions tailored to, the, to their interests, offering a genuine compliment about clothing or their hairstyle. If you're a man and you're talking to a woman, please be careful about commenting on a woman's shoes, clothing, or hairstyle, as it can be taken as being flirtatious. So uh, be very careful with that. When I say be assertive, I mean, if you find yourself in a conversation with a person who is rude, who has asked you something inappropriate, uh, 
or has made you uncomfortable, it's important to stand up for yourself. Take control by saying something assertive, such as, I would rather not discuss that. If you find yourself the target of a difficult person, steer the conversation away toward a new topic and a new individual. Be careful not to keep uncomfortable feelings to yourself, or you may risk ending up resentful and bitter in the long run. Also, keep quiet. Not all situations call for conversation. While it's true that fluent talk among friends builds camaraderie, if you find yourself in public settings with strangers, talking isn't always necessary. Your seatmate on the bus or plane might not be interested in making small talk the whole trip, and that's perfectly fine. If the other person gives a lot of one-word responses, folds his or her arms, or leans away, those are signals that he or she may prefer just to stay quiet and is not interested in having a conversation or making small talk. So you also can deal with awkward topics. Use tact to manage situations that are awkward because of what has been said. Steer the conversation in a different direction by saying something like, oh, that's interesting. You know what else I heard the other day? And continue talking about the less sensitive topic. If someone interjects an awkward comment in the middle of an ongoing conversation, consider pausing for a brief silence and then continuing the original line of discussion rather than addressing what was said, also known as saving face for the person who made the misstep. Other ways to handle awkward topics are to remain silent or be upfront that you are feeling uncomfortable. And that's okay. It's the way you say it. I'm feeling a little uncomfortable rather than I'm offended. You have offended me. I am really uncomfortable about what you just said. So it's how you say it. Say something like, I'm not really one for gossip. It makes me feel a bit uneasy because I wouldn't want others talking about me like that. Could we talk about something else? Awkward topics can sometimes even be what is left unsaid. So you also want to choose kindness. If someone is grieving a loss or there is a family dispute, it may form an undercurrent and create awkwardness in a conversation. Often the best way to handle these situations is to get it out in the open in a kind and compassionate way. Say something like, I'm so sorry for your loss. You must be having a hard time right now. However, if emotions are still very strong, such as in a family dispute, 
it might be best not to spend too much time acknowledging the issue or you risk opening up old problems. Awkward topics can also include those where you have something to ask or a troublesome topic that you need to discuss. If you know that you will be facing an awkward situation like this, try to give the other person warning so that they aren't taken by surprise. Let that them know you have something important to discuss and set a time to do so. Again, let them know you have something important to discuss and set a time to do so. You want to also exit gracefully. If there really is nothing else left to say, or you have some other reason for wanting to leave a conversation, be prepared and plan to do it gracefully. Always thank the other person for taking the time to talk. If someone is monopolizing your time and won't let you end the conversation, use an excuse such as needing to get another drink as a reason for exiting. Be understanding too. Not everyone is a social butterfly who loves making conversation. Some people may live with shyness or social anxiety and take longer to warm up in new situations and with new people. If someone feels nervous around you because he or she doesn't know you, be kind and understanding. The awkwardness may have nothing to do with you if the other person lives with social anxiety disorder. It may be fear or panic that is causing the awkwardness between you. People with social anxiety disorder are afraid of being embarrassed in front of others and it affects how they live their daily lives. Don't judge someone who appears awkward, nervous, or afraid. Instead, be friendly. Show genuine interest by listening carefully and find a topic of mutual interest that, uh, to help make that person feel more comfortable. And then manage your own social anxiety. If conversations are awkward because of your own shyness or social anxiety, do what you can to manage these feelings. Practice social skills, read self-help books, uh, maybe about overcoming shyness and social anxiety, and see a therapist if your anxiety is severe and interfering with your life. You owe it to yourself and your future conversation partners to manage your feelings. Explain awkward endings. Sometimes conversations get shut, uh, get cut short. Rather than ignore that a conversation ended awkwardly, apologize or acknowledge the situation the next time you talk with that particular person. Explain why you had to leave and how it was not personal. For those with social anxiety, explaining that sometimes social situations can be overwhelming can be helpful in putting the other person at ease. You want to help solve problems. Help someone solve a problem and the awkwardness between you will easily dissolve. Asking a friend for advice is another great way 
to keep conversations interesting and flowing. Talking about problems and solutions can take a long time and give you something to check up on the next time you see someone. And then you want to end with a summary. It's important to end conversations with a summary and a future plan. For example, you might say something like, it was great talking about all the marathons you've participated in. Perhaps next time we're together, uh, we can plan for when I start training myself. This structured type of ending to a conversation really helps to bring things to a natural close, but also leads to future discussions. So not every awkward conversation is a bad one. Many can be salvaged with a bit of effort by putting what I had just talked about into practice. You'll become more adept at being that person who always knows the right thing to say to make others feel better in your presence. They'll feel comfortable with you. And feeling comfortable around you promotes wellness and well-being. This is Real Life. I'm Lisa. Stay well.